Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where Catholic truth is served fresh daily. We've made you a reservation in the luxurious corner booth, so come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzezemski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, Sitting here with Thomas Patrick Dorian. Hello. How are you doing, number 58? <laughs> trying to think of a voice, how I can match that. I don't think I can match that. Thomas Dorian. <laughs> you, you have to have, you, you've, you've already got a cool voice. 5'8", you said the 5'8", that's cool. Yes, number 58. Uh, one of my favorite 58, numbers. 58, 58, 58. <laughs> and then we have Sam Ziggy Rodriguez. That's number. me. Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> Number one in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a number as well. That is awesome. Well, guys. It's, a, it's an irrational number. <laughs> yes, you're right. All right, let's go. not get all scientific. We just lost half our audience. Thanks. Appreciate Sorry. that. Uh, we don't follow science here. We are not scientific people. Uh, but anyway, all that aside, uh, we, uh, I hope you guys had a great Christmas. Right? We did. Well, it was we're, awesome. in, we're in the Christmas season, right? But Christmas Day, was it, was it everything you hoped? Did you get everything you wanted, Tom? Peace on Earth. Weren't you, you know asking what? for peace on I Earth? I didn't. I'm going to be a bummer. I didn't. I, I like having all my family here for Christmas. Okay. Not all of them were here, man. And that we only had two out of the five. Oh, that didn't work for you? Yeah, no. We had them all here for Thanksgiving. Oh, well, that's good. We have, you know, have to rotate once they all get significant others. Yeah, and, and the older you and I get... It's hard. The older you and I get, the harder it is to bring back that that one... That memory of the family that's of everybody exactly getting right. together. Yep. Yeah. It's a new chapter. Ziggy, was your Christmas all right? Your- it, it, was, it was a great Christmas. I... I mean, the thing—the only thing I asked for was was Tom's hair, and, and uh, I did not get it. You so. know, he's not done with it yet. You can't repeat this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're right. It's a one and done. He has one and done hair. Thanks, mom and dad. Uh, yeah. Speaking of thanking mom and dad, oh. we find ourselves here. Uh, this is a this is a uh, this is a special moment for me. Mm. Uh, I'm going to take everybody else on a little journey with me on this moment. But here we are. We just had the feast of the Holy Family. Yeah. Right, and uh, that's always a wonderful uh, feast to celebrate in the church during the the octave of Christmas, and then of course uh, the octave as it ends, uh, we we come up on uh, uh, the feast of Mary, the Mother of God. Mm-hmm. Right, it was, just, it was just a fantastic, wonderful feast, and um, and so uh, you guys know, but not everybody else knows that. Um, not long before Christmas, my mother passed mm-hmm. uh, after uh, she's been struggling several years. Uh, and she's just had a lot of uh, a lot of health struggles, a lot of, lot of a tough road to hoe, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, her last several years of her life. Uh, and she spent the last year living uh, with my wife uh, and kids and I, and um, and so that was we were able to bring her into the house and and try to, to help her as best we could. Uh, and then she finally uh, she took a spill and broke an arm, and it just all everything kind of went downhill from there. And, it, and that was it was very sad um, uh, experience for me, but. But these, all these feasts of family, right? So the birth, the incarnation, the birth of Jesus, right? And the story of Mary and Joseph and all the things that we, we read about in Christmas and certainly the feast of the Holy Family and then Mary, the mother of God, just made me start thinking all things mother. Oh, sure. Yeah, and with my mom passing, it's just like it was all, all of that stuff just kind of has come to a head. And so I just thought maybe we'd do just a little bit of a, a kind of a show of remembrance for my mother, but really just... Uh, I. There's a lot of mothers out there and a lot of people with mothers, mm-hmm. right? And I'm pretty much every single listener has at least had a mother. I'm just guessing. I'm just taking a wild <laughs> guess. We follow yes. science here. Did I mention that? Yes. Oh, wait, I said we did, but now we do. 
No, uh, so so we're all we we are seriously um, uh, just our very being. We're tuned in to motherhood, mm-hmm. right? And that's why this feast of Mary, Mother of God, is 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 is, is a profound one. Uh, and I'm not really going to talk about the doctrine, um, uh, the doctrines of Mary at this point. But really, it's just for me, it's become a very reflective sort of period of time, mm-hmm. specifically because of uh, my mom and her passing. Uh, and a lot of people, you know, the, the funeral was beautiful. Uh, but I, and I got to say this: um, it was she she passed away on the feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Mm-hmm. So, well, which, which was uh, supplanted by the uh, third Sunday of Advent. So, Gaudete Sunday. Yeah. So we we rejoice, you know. And there were lots of things to rejoice about my mom. Uh, and uh, but but that connection, right? Uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe, uh, and then this uh, is. Uh, the feast of our, the, our um, Mary, Mother of God, and certainly uh, having gone through the Holy Family, um, a lot of people came up to me and said, "Like, oh, I'm so sorry, it's this time of year." Mm. Yeah, I heard that a lot, and th- and that's okay. And I didn't say like, "Oh, you're an idiot, stop it." You know, I never did yeah. that. Of course, you don't do that. But it did make me think, like, well, well, is it bad or is it good when someone dies at Christmas, right? Christmas time or an Advent or whatever as you're preparing for Christmas. And uh, and so for me, I started thinking and like realized, you know, um, it was the the twelfth. I mean, honestly, my mom loved Christmas. Mm. I mean, Christmas was her favorite season. Mm-hmm. Her house was always decked out in Christmas. Yeah. Just always, she decorated to the hilt. And and even when she got to the point in her life where she wasn't decorating anymore, I decorated for her. Yeah. Right. And I know that I got my love of Christmas. Certainly, it's from the baby Jesus. I'm not going to deny that. But because she loved Christmas so much, I know that's one of the reasons why I love that season. Mm-hmm. I love the decorating. I love the music. I love the food. I love the, the family and the friends. And, and I love the gathering. And I certainly love, you know, we always went to midnight mass. And I, those connections are, are palpable, right? And so and I know that. So there's a part of me that goes like, you know, I'm glad she died at Christmas time. Well, she gets to celebrate her nativity in heaven as uh, we celebrate Christ's nativity here on earth. Yes, amen. So there's a, there's a connection there. And I just, I remember, like, the hospital was particularly, um, I mean, it just was grueling. It was not uh, a pleasant, fun, it was not. It was uh, like, a bad week you yes, had there. Yes, well, and. Just, and be, just because of all the rules they have now? Well, the, the rules, uh, the suffering that she was going through. Oh, yeah. Right, because we found out she not only broke her arm her, like, at her shoulder, she had a complete fracture in her arm, uh, which they couldn't really address. Right, because she had so many other things going on, but she also broke her back, and we didn't know that. And it's like she was just extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. And she was in the hospital for uh, pretty much um, starting that uh, Monday, mm. the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, not Monday the thirteenth. She was in the hospital, uh, all uh, like starting uh, the. Uh, it would have been the Monday before Thanksgiving. She went into the hospital, mm-hmm. so she's been in the hospital for a long time. So it wasn't just that last week, Sam. It's been it was a long, tough ride, wow. right? But you know, being in a hospital, it's not where you decorate. It's not where you right. Uh, and and I spent hours and hours and hours there, you know. Yeah. And even those hours weren't enough. <laughs> she she would get so sad if I had to walk out of the room. Oh. It was it was hard. But mm. at the same time, I'm glad that the the many 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 hours every day that I was there I was there. But you know her. now it, there's no way for you to walk out of the room so to speak for her now because now that she's fully in the communion of saints 
fully united with Christ. She's also fully united with you and that with you always. So Yeah. Oh no, you're right. There's something supernaturally beautiful about that connection. No, I, I, I get that. I do get that. Uh, so I wasn't upset that she was that she died like in, in, at Christmas time during yeah, Advent. Yeah. I really wasn't upset. It was kind of funny, um, though that bland uh, hospital room that we were in, mm-hmm. and we we were talking, we were reminiscing, we were talking about everything. We spent a lot of time talking, uh, and uh, she was in various states of awareness. Uh, but many times she was very aware, and we had long conversations talking about memories and, and history and things we love. We talked mm. about Christmas. We, she's a, a Disney nut, right? Oh. Mickey Mouse fiend. She just loved uh, everything Mickey. And uh, so we talked about trips to Disney World we used to take when we were kids and, and all those things. So th- those were some really powerful moments. And so in that process, you know, we were talking about, and this was probably the uh, maybe the uh, – second week of advent maybe mm. uh that we were talking and and uh and she's like can we have a christmas tree oh and i said no mom it's advent you're I'm like, i did not say <laughs> <laughs> i did not do that uh, all i did was i did i just looked at her and i said yes and so i brought her one of those her favorite kind of trees were those little ceramic trees do y'all remember, do y'all oh yeah yeah so when, growing up we had sort of those little ceramic ones that were homemade yeah. that had the little bulbs that would screw yeah. into them you know yeah. and they kind of made a comeback and you can actually find them on Amazon. So I got one off of Amazon and then put it up. And like every single nurse, there were like 3,000 nurses at this hospital that kept coming in and out or whatever, would come in and say like, that is so pretty. And she'd be like, my son brought that. I mean, it just made me feel so good because it made her happy. Yeah. Right? It took her to that, that back to those memories and, and to Christmas. So there, were, there, were some, there certainly were some bright spots. But it was really... Um, it was just a lot of it was a lot of struggling. But it's a beautiful testament to her heart the fact that she wanted to receive the joy of the moment of the Christmas season. Yes, yes. Now she was ready. Uh, she wanted to. She wanted to have a Christmas party. She oh. wanted. She wanted. She asked me if I'd buy her a uh, a, a, a fruit cake. Oh. You know, and put it in the freezer. You know, so uh, and now it turns out that she wasn't going to make it out of the hospital. We didn't know at the time, but it was looking more and more like it would be a, a, a you know, the the sort of the terminus, as it were, uh, and uh, the 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 last station. You know, and I I, I kind of got that sense, and she kind of got that sense. So there was a lot of there's there was a transition that happened in there mm. uh, in the hospital in the in the hospital room. But um, one of the one of the parts of this though, when when she passed. Um, you know that uh, the last several years it, she struggled a lot, health-wise, um, her mental state, but mm-hmm. but certainly just her her spirit, right? She struggled in her faith. I'm going to be honest with you. She would be honest with you and tell you she struggled in her faith. However, um, by the time that she did pass, uh, she had been anointed twice. Uh, and I was able to bring her Holy Communion like literally the day before. So she had viaticum and she was very aware of what was happening. Did the sign of the cross. We did a little thing and, and uh, I gave her Holy Communion. So so her faith was very strong at the end and, and she had developed a, a, a great and strong devotion to uh, St. Padre Pio. Oh. So I, I know that he had to welcome her. You know, and es- escort her. Uh, you know, a- along. Uh, I have faith that that, that he did, um, and it, and it was it was really uh, her faith was strong there at the very end. But the other thing that was, that was kind of profound to me is I was talking to my wife and saying, you know, I don't remember my mom smiling like these last like five or six years. She's really she's a cancer survivor. Uh, she's uh, she's had she's been on dialysis. All these things that are that that just her body was just so weak and so tired, 
right? And just it finally gave up. But but honestly, she really hasn't had a lot of visible joy in her life. Oh. I mean, there were moments where she would want to see what the grandkids were doing, and she'd want to share in stories and things like that. But really, it, it was getting sad, and, and I'd kind of forgotten her smile. I'll be honest with you, I'd forgotten her smile. But one of the things that you do, um, that, you know, I know you've 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 lost um, your dad, right? I have. Yeah, and I know that, like in those uh, in those moments, like afterwards, you have to like. There's the obligatory. You've got to go through all the photo books. Oh yeah. And you got to find pictures, and you got to do all these things mm-hmm. that that you know that everyone wants to have pictures, and they're going to want this for that, the cover of this and that right. thing, and and nowadays in Facebook, you know. Um, you know, it's you, all there. You want to let somebody know that your you know, mom or your dad or whatever passed. Uh, and so I went through a bunch of old pictures I found that were hers that we had up in our attic because it's like we just moved all our stuff and we stuck a whole bunch of her stuff up in the attic. And so I went through it and uh, oh my goodness, uh, the the most profound sort of lesson I taught myself in that is that she was a woman that had a lot of joy in her life because every one of those pictures was like this of this woman fulfilled of this woman a strong vibrant woman uh uh she was in, in her later years she was a world traveler mm-hmm. i mean she went to thailand uh, she went to uh she went to cuba she broke a hip in cuba <laughs> she, oh, wow, <laughs> man. that's an interesting and she made it back she made it back because wow. she was airlifted back to have the surgery but uh she's been all over the world holland uh england certainly uh I, there's so many places that she went uh, and she has pictures from all these things, uh, and Thailand was one of them. And so I have pictures of her like riding an elephant, wow! Right with her with grinning from ear to ear and holding a snake, some I big giant that. boa constrictor or something, yep. uh, and uh, and just of course posing with Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. You know, she one of the things that she did was she was a uh, she was a medical missionary to Haiti. She went to Haiti with a group of of doctors and other medical people. Uh, and so she, because she was a nurse, I saw pictures of her getting her nursing degree. Mm-hmm. She got that in later life. She was a teacher, right? And then she decided she wanted to further herself, and she became a nurse, wow. right? And then she was a parish nurse for twenty years. But she also volunteered to go to Haiti and set up uh, clinics and work on folks down there. Wow! And I have all these pictures. And she and was she's, a nurse on the Disney Cruise Line, and too, she was she? Uh, she got on the Disney Cruise wow. Line, and she a- actually launched the ship, the Wonder. Uh, on their inaugural cruise, and she set up the infirmary. It was like a dream dr- job for her, yeah. you know, to be on there with uh, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and whatever, and yeah. uh, and be part of that Disney culture for like six months. She was in Italy doing that, mm. uh, and also got to tour all of Italy while she was there. Uh, and anyway, it's just like every picture she was grinning from ear to ear, mm-hmm. and so it's like it was so good for me um, to see that. It was a gift for me to be able to see that. Um, because it's like I, I kind of had forgotten her smile, mm-hmm. and I, maybe she had forgotten a little bit of it. She's yeah. smiling now. Oh heck yeah! She's smiling now. But I, I got to tell you, um, the 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 funeral itself, and there's no there's no by the way there's no structure and point to this show. <laughs> just talking about your mom. Man. Yeah, I'm just going to talk about the memories. I think it's great, uh, especially of the of the recent you know memories. But uh, the funeral was something that was just I it was you you guys were there, and uh, I it just was beautiful. Um, because here's the thing about the funeral. As much as we plan all these things and we do all the stuff that you're supposed to do and, and people come and sign the little book and all the things that happen that are supposed to happen, um, I could not help but think, well, realize that like the, the Mass is the most perfect prayer that the church offers. 
I mean, it is literally the most perfect prayer. It is. There's no better prayer. There's You can pray the Our Father all day. Hail Marys. You can do all the prayers that you've memorized, learned. You can write your own. All these things are great. But the holy sacrifice of the Mass, I mean, connected to Calvary in that way and, and to the resurrection and for time immemorial, the, 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 the once and only great gift for all eternity that Jesus gave us in the Mass, to be able to relive that every time we have Mass, that is the perfect prayer. So to be able to offer that for my mom, to have a funeral Mass, that, that in and of itself was beautiful, but I stacked the deck a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, one of the first things that happened, like literally the, the, the day that my mom, that night that my mom died, I got a call from my son Jacob, and I'm just going to go ahead and say his name on the air, and Jacob has, has found his way out of the church. Mm-hmm. Jacob's struggled a lot in terms of like whether he's going to be Catholic or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jacob's found himself outside the church. Jacob called me and he said, um, Dad, I want to sing for Grandma's funeral. Mm-hmm. Jacob's got an operatic Oh, he's voice. amazing. Amazing. It's spectacular. He, it, is, it is incredible. And, and also... And we're not just saying that either. Oh, no, no, here. no. Oh, my it gosh. It is for real. Yeah, it's, spectacular. It's, it's like Pavarotti and Josh yeah. Groban. Yeah. Rolled up into one. It's just and his so beautiful. Did well too. Emma uh, is. Oh my gosh, she sings beautifully. She does. So I, 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 Emma said, I want to sing too. Mm. And so the two of them basically sang all the music at the mass. They were. How old are they, by the way? Well, so Jacob's in his twenties. Uh, so twenty. 23 or 24 I can't remember mm-hmm. uh, and and Emma just turned 18 oh my goodness right so they're like up there singing and every time they sing when they sang the Ave Maria together oh, oh my gosh yes. it was so beautiful beautiful uh, I mean there were all the all the heads were looking up because they were up in the choir loft back in the back mm-hmm. you know so so uh, you know that was happening and and of course I've got and I've got two sons that said what can we do it's like well you can you, you want to read yeah I want to read so they're reading scripture. I just, I just felt like, like the whole family was connected. And then um, I told you going through old pictures was was special to me, like in preparation for that. Mm-hmm. But there's also a new picture that I took, and that new picture I took was um, was at the cemetery when um, nine of my uh, kids. Well, yes. not I had two uh, two, uh, 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 two nieces that were there, uh, but. Nine of my mom's grandkids carried the coffin as pallbearers to her final resting place. That was amazing. I took a picture of that. I saw that picture. I'm I looking loved at because at first I thought like this is like this is so beautiful to see this, and I felt like a, such an idiot taking my camera out, and I, I thought someone's going to go like, "What are you doing taking a picture at your mom's you know casket or whatever?" It's just it's so tasteless. It's like no, no. I want to remember this this image mm-hmm. uh, of these. I mean, I mean, beautiful. Think about the legacy. Oh yeah, I mean this. This is life carrying on. When it came on on my news feed, that's how I saw it. uh, Because I I was there for the the mass, but it wasn't there for the burial. When it came up on my news feed on Facebook, I immediately it grabbed me. It touched me deeply. It was a beautiful picture. I'm so glad you took that. I mean, and they're just like it's like all these these kids hauling this casket, Mm -hmm. and it's their grandmother. They had a joy about them. Oh, I know. It was duty. It was like this sense of duty. Like we, we owe you this. Mm-hmm. Right, and I just, uh, man, I, that was not planned. That was not one of those moments that were planned. Wow, you know, and there was a, there were so many like supernatural moments in this, 
And I, I guess I do. I, I, I was I was hesitating about sharing this, but I, I think I think I do want to share this. I want to share about the the my mom's last moments. Mm. Really, her last moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. So so um, I'm in the room with her, uh, and 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 I I was I was graced, not just blessed. I was graced to be there when she passed, mm. to be holding her hand when she passed. Uh, my daughter Megan was on my right. My son Noah was like wrapped around my shoulders mm. and we were all holding I'm sitting on the bed yeah. with my mom and she's in that slow steady deep breath where every breath is a labor you can you, yeah. you've you've probably seen images of it before maybe you've experienced it before yeah uh, but to be in the room when that happens and, and and she's just taking these breaths and I'm watching the heart monitor and it's slowly just getting slower and slower and slower uh, we put Christmas music on my phone and we played it. We were playing it up into her ear. She was deaf as a post. And so I had this thing. It's like basically laying on her shoulder, my phone. It was playing this beautiful um, um, uh, Christmas music, uh, a choir uh, Christmas music. You know, Angels We Have Heard on High and Silent Night. These beautiful songs are playing. And we're just talking to her, telling her how much we love her and telling her that we're here. We're holding her hand and we're, Mom, we love you. Uh, Grandma, we love you, and and we're 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 kind of sobbing as we're as we're doing all this stuff, and watching her breathe, and then she takes one last long, deep, hard breath, mm. and that that moment uh, was profound for me because I could see on the heart monitors it said asystole, which basically means flatline, right? Yeah, mom's gone, and she took that last labored. Deep, deep breath, and when I saw that, and then there were no more breaths after that. Yeah, and uh, I, I got to tell you guys, at that moment, at that moment, I could literally see the pain, the struggle, the strife, the stress, right? All of it just lift off of her. Wow! I mean, just it, it, it just it just it fluttered into the air and dissipated into nothingness. Wow! And and for the first time, I'm looking at her, and I'm realizing she is at peace. Yeah, she's no longer suffering. That was a profound moment for me, uh, because not only did it, not only was she at peace, and I'm oh, I'm glad mom's at peace. More importantly, as importantly to her, I was suddenly at peace. Wow! Because I've been taking care of her for a, this last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally. Waiting on her hand and foot, mm-hmm. caring for all of her bathroom needs, all of her her bedding needs, all of her you know her food, and, and just she's living in my house, and it's just this constant um, need. And, and I'm a son, and I'm doing I'm doing what a son's supposed to do, right? I'm I'm doing that, and honestly, and I'm not going to lie, it was hard on our family. It was a stress sure. on our family. Uh, my wife is a living saint for having allowed it, right? Uh, my kids, uh, just because it, it, she kind of took over the family for a year. And honestly, we were at peace now. She, it's like this peace that happened in the room after that long, hard breath. And I realized something profound. I made this connection. So back to Mary, the mother of God. Mm. All of this happened because of her fiat. Like Mary said, yes. Yeah. Let be it done to me according to thy word. Right? I give my... Yes, my fiat to to birthing the Savior, to bringing the Savior to the world. In the same way, 
I know my mom's not the mother of God. I, I, I'm not making that stretch. But what I am saying is she gave her own fiat, like to give me the gift of life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the very first gift she ever gave me was life. And I will be forever grateful for every breath that I take because of, because of what that woman gave me. And I will forever, I mean, if someone says, like, why, do you want, why don't you put your mom in a home? Why don't you do these things? That, you know, you can't really do this. You need to do all these things. It's like, that woman gave me life. Mm-hmm. And I know not everybody's able to do that. Not every situation works out that way. But in all honesty, uh, it was divine that she didn't have to go into some kind of home. Mm-hmm. That she was able to spend that time with us and that she would give me life. And then, and then the last gift that she gave me was peace. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, when she, the way that she passed, that was a gift to me. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't die for herself. She died for me at that moment as I'm holding her hand. And that, I, I, it, it struck me at that it moment. It, it was profound. And it was, I mean, you talk about therapy. There's no better therapy than your mom loving on you. Right. And your mom giving the last full measure, mm-hmm. right? The last full measure for you. Uh, that, I have to admit, that um, it still moves me to this day. And, and I'm happy that, that she's at peace. I'm happy that she's got peace in her body, that she's got peace in her soul. I'm happy that, that she's at peace. Mm-hmm. But I'm also happy that that peace is not something that stayed internal to her mm-hmm. and unique to her. It, it resonated. It went outward, just like love is supposed to do. When you love, mm-hmm. you don't just hold on to the love. right? God, all love comes from God. It flows from God. In the same way, all peace flows from God. And it's not meant to like stay there and be retained by you. Mm-hmm. It is supposed to go outward. So when she's truly at peace, my family's at peace. I'm at peace. Everybody that I know is at peace. And then when my kids sing Ave Maria at her funeral, everybody else is at peace. And when people see uh, nine grandkids carrying a coffin of their grandmother, they're at peace and they see that. And, and so my mom's like given all these gifts, mm. you know, after she's passed, she's given all these gifts. So it, it, it was extremely profound to me, the whole experience. Um, and I can't help but think about what um, the Virgin Mary did for us by allowing uh, God to work through her mm-hmm. in the way that she did by saying yes, by giving her yes. And and I think every single mother in the world, no matter how sideways you might get with them, and I'll be honest with you, there's some times, Tom, we shared a few stories about yeah. my mom uh, that's like, it kind of drove me crazy sometimes. But you know what? At the end of the day, I wouldn't have it any other way, and I would not uh, say I want a different mother. I want a better mother. I want I, that's my mother. Amen. She said fiat. She gave me life. So God bless you, mom. God rest you, mom. Uh, thank you, mom, for giving me the gift of life. Mm. So let's ask the Blessed Virgin Mary to be with us now, uh, as we all go through life together. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God. God. Pray for us sinners, now Now at the hour of our death. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send him an email at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. Visit us on the web at thecatholiccafe.com. You can also find us on iTunes or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe, serving up salvation one cup of coffee at a time.